With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Friday. It's a meat Friday at that. Just went out and inspected the Traeger grills to make sure they're at the appropriate temperature for today's lunch menu. Smoked baby back ribs, barbecue baked beans, mac and cheese. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Operator, Tyler, standing by. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Nuggets beat the Lakers, but the story is the Lakers, according to the Nuggets. And that bothers the Nuggets. Here is the head coach of the Nuggets, Mike Malone. Let's be honest. That was a national narrative was, hey, the Lakers are fine. They're down 1-0, but they figured something out. No one talked about Nikola just had a historic performance. He's got 13 triple-doubles now, third all-time. What he's doing is just incredible, but the narrative wasn't about the Nuggets. The narrative wasn't about Nikola. The narrative is about the Lakers and their adjustments. So, you know, you put that in your pipe, you smoke it, and you come back, and you know what? We're going to go up 2-0. Okay, and you did. You got the win. You want to change the narrative? Beat the Lakers, because then nobody's going to talk about the Lakers. They'll be done for the season. Win two of the next five. And then people will talk about the Nuggets, or at least you hope they'll talk about the Nuggets a little bit. But don't beg for coverage here. You don't, you don't need to. Just play. Just play, win, and now you're going to force the media to have to cover you. The media did not like covering the San Antonio Spurs, the national media. They, did, they didn't. They weren't exciting. But they were methodically great. Be like, oh, God. It's uh, it's the Spurs again. So did did Tim Duncan ever say, uh, hey, can you shine the spotlight on me? Or Ginobili or Pop? No, they didn't. They just played. They forced the media to cover the San Antonio Spurs. Yes, Seton. The narrative at halftime of Game 1 was how Nicola just had one of the greatest halves we've ever seen, probably should have won his third straight MVP, and the Lakers are dead if they can't keep up with this. But... In the second half, the Nuggets let the Lakers back into the game, and the narrative of that game changed. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of, it's kind of what happened there. Well, the Lakers are, you know, they're they're going to get clicks. People care about the Lakers, and you're either a LeBron fan or you're not. AD, everything that goes along with being a Laker fan, and that's why they get the attention. Yeah, you know, it's the reason why the Cowboys get the attention. Not the best team, but they're the most covered team. The Lakers may not be the best team, but they're the most covered team because of LeBron James and, of course, the history of the Lakers. You throw in AD, and you have rematches here from the bubble, and so it's interesting. But if you want people to get excited, you're not going to lead with the Denver Nuggets. And Nuggets fans, look, you know, direct your anger at ESPN. They're the ones broadcasting this, and what are they playing up? They're playing up the L.A. Lakers. 
I'm just telling you the reality of this. Yes, Paul. But I'll tell you, when you compare the Lakers and the, the Cowboys coverage, it's not even close how out of whack it is. The Cowboys have not been a relevant competitive team. Take away the regular season. It's nice to win 12 games in the regular season. But the Cowboys have not been a relevant competitive football team as far as like a contender in basically some of our lifetimes. You know, they're, they're cute. They're, they're fun during the regular season, and they don't do anything. The Lakers at least make the postseason, except for that stretch where they went five years without going to the playoffs. Late Kobe and LeBron took over. The Lakers are almost always relevant in the title chase. Cowboys are almost never relevant in the title chase. But this is like a, a top 40 station just playing the hits over and over. Like once an hour, you're going to hear this song, and then you're going to hear it again. That's what happens in the sports world. They just play the hits. Hey, all else fails. Um, is LeBron showing his age? That, that'll be, you know, a headline. Uh, can Dak win a big game? Is he a clutch performer? Where does Dak rank with great, uh, you know, quarterbacks? I mean, this is how it works, unfortunately. It does. And it, you know, you, it's very top heavy. You're going to cover the Yankees. You'll cover, and it used to be, I can take you back when I was at the mothership, there were certain players and certain teams that you were almost asked to, directed to, talk about. We have to find a way to incorporate this. Remember when we had Doug Gottlieb on, and he said that when he was doing radio at ESPN, he said, you get these talking points that we want you to somehow talk about Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow got more attention than any NFL player probably has in history. And he was a backup quarterback. Why? Because people cared about Tim Tebow. This is letting you behind the curtain. This is what goes on. You play the hits because you want people to watch. You want people to listen. And if they're, you know, driving by the dial on their TV set and all of a sudden they go, oh, they're talking about the Lakers or they're talking about the Cowboys or they're talking about Aaron Judge. You're going to stop. Or if it's radio, same thing. Oh, what are they talking about? Oh, what are they talking about? Oh, they're talking about the Cowboys. It's just how it works. So we are hearing from a lot of Denver fans. Seton has been uh, recapping some of the tweets that he's received this morning. Uh, any any positives there? Are they still a little frosty? Uh, yeah, it's mostly frosty. I think the people are upset because they're like the national media, you know, cost Joker's third straight MVP and the national media because we set the narrative uh, and overlook the nuggets that it's costing their players uh, getting their flowers, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I get it. But Joker, to me, should have won the MVP. I didn't have a problem with Joel Embiid. I do think there was a reset with Kendrick Perkins with what he said, and he was wrong in what he said about the voters, the makeup of the voters. And I thought that that, that was almost a reset, and then people went, man, maybe he's right. Let me look at what Joel Embiid's doing. And because the Joker is going further, well, you know, he, he didn't do that in the previous two years when he won the MVP to get to this point. But he's a wonderful player. He's not exciting, but he's a wonderful player. Jamal Murray was wonderful. He was Clay Thompson-like last night in the fourth quarter. But it's about LeBron shooting threes and missing threes. It's AD, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. And he was Hyde last night. Uh, you know, now you go back home. you got to win four or five here. But it'll be about the Lakers. We're still talking about the Golden State Warriors. It's about playing the hits. Golden State. People care about Golden State. Is Draymond coming back? Uh, you know, uh, who's Kaminga's going to be traded? Uh, who do they bring in? You know, there was something yesterday with the Greek freak. Somebody brought up, hey, love to see you with the Warriors. And Greek freak entertained that. It's like, oh, yeah, that becomes a story. That's just how it works. That's the machine. Rage against the machine. Yeah, Paul. I think the one thing that hurts Nuggets, I mean, they were a very good team. They're obviously a very good franchise the past five years. But three years ago, they made the Western Conference Finals. Two years ago, they bowed out in the Western Conference Semis. Last year, they bowed out way earlier than people thought in the first round. And that has a cooling effect. It's like you buy into a story, and three years ago, they were a really cool story. They, you know, Jokic was taking that next step and was such an entertaining player. You bought into it, but then they kind of bowed out a little early, and sometimes people will bail on it. And I think that's what hurt the Nuggets coverage-wise and the MVP is that you, you were going the wrong way in the playoffs. Yeah, Marv. 
Yeah, to Paulie's point, I feel like uh, we do that with the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings next year can go 16-1. and one, <laughs> And we'd be like, all right, but Kirk Cousins, I'm not going to give you the MVP award because you guys are going to flame out. Yeah. So history shows us like, all right, they're the one seed. It's almost like the opposite of the Heat. They're not your typical eight seed, but the one seed, all right, I think the Lakers can beat them. By the way, the uh, Miami Heat against the Boston Celtics. The Miami Heat are nine-point underdogs, according to DraftKings. And the Lakers are five-and-a-half-point favorites on Saturday. All right, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. We'll check in with the Lakers coming up here in about 10 minutes. Actually, we'll talk about the Nuggets and the Lakers there. And also the situation where I had caught wind of this uh, before Doc Rivers was going to be fired, where somebody said, hey, it's going to be James Harden or Doc Rivers, and one has to go. And I thought, well, I'd let James Harden go. And the person with the uh, league office said, eh, I don't know if it's that easy. I don't know. You have a, you have a GM who loves James Harden and Daryl Morey and uh, don't know if he'd love Doc Rivers. And so we saw, and Ramona Shelburne uh, talked about this, that it may, may come down to who do you want to keep. Uh, and Ramona will join us coming up, James Harden or Doc Rivers. Now is James Harden going to come back? So we'll talk about that coming up as well. Yes, Eden. You know, the interesting thing about that story is when Doc Rivers was fired um, and it came out that it was either going to be Doc or James, mm-hmm. almost immediately the story broke, too, that James Harden was going to decline his player option and become a free agent. Yes. How, how do you how do you fire your coach? I would knowing think, that he then he's going to opt yeah, out. Yes. Or if you knew you were going to opt out, why would you get a coach fired? I don't know. I think there those are valid points here. Yeah, Pauline. Here here's my theory. People like to do what other people do, and you know the the Sixers have a new ish owner. He's only been there a couple of years. He sees Budenholzer get fired. You know he sees uh, Williams get fired in Phoenix, and he goes, "My coach also disappointed." Well, that's what everyone's doing. Everyone, these good teams who bow out a little bit earlier in the playoffs are firing the coaches. That's what I'm doing too. It's funny because some of these guys may hire the coaches who just got fired from the other team. Yeah, you know, Monty Williams could be. He could be in Milwaukee, right? But but there's only so many coaches, and that's why they have multiple jobs. Remember Gene Shue? Gene Shue coached a long time in the NBA and probably coached more teams than anybody in NBA history. And you kept thinking at some point. What is somebody seeing in this guy that the other guy didn't see? Or that team doesn't want him, but we do. Uh, these guys will get jobs. And Doc will probably you know, get another job as well. But it just didn't work out with James Harden. And I'm, I don't know if James Harden stays. Do you want him to stay? It sounds like the GM does, but I, I don't, I'd move on if I could. Yeah, Todd. Is it a little lazy when they just repurpose the other coaches? Like, I can understand Larry Brown, Lenny Wilkins, maybe some more accomplished coaches that have had several jobs, but why does it have to be the same pool of three, four, five people? There's no one else that could be uh, handling an NBA head coaching job? Yeah, you know, maybe you play it safe there. You know, you get somebody who the players know, uh, somewhat established, had some success. Mike Budenholzer, hey, won a title. Okay. Monty Williams, coach of the year. Okay. Yeah, see, I know. Like, this is the best time ever to be looking for a coach because you have your choice of like three or four guys who have just won Coach of the Year in the last five years. Yeah, and won titles. Yeah, or a couple of them. Yeah, uh, no better place to be than Sunday morning uh, with uh, N- uh, baseball Sunday leadoff. He tried to say, bringing you all the action from some of the best teams in the country. Live stream exclusive games Sunday mornings all season long. On Peacock, you can uh, download the app and you can watch this program, get some phone calls in here. Also, I don't know if you heard this or not, but uh, San Francisco is getting another Super Bowl. Super Bowl 60, not official, but getting another Super Bowl. And if you exactly that was, I think, the collective reaction. Why? And at some point. Does the NFL go to London? I'll talk about that coming up in a little bit because I think it's time to take the Band-Aid off and then you're going to get reaction. The NFL has basically said, we've tried everything to turn off our viewers. 
You know, you can get every game. You got controversies. You got all this stuff. You know, now we're going to YouTube. We're not going to be, uh, you know, on direct TV. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Peacock, you know, $100 million for one game. You got to go to Peacock. It doesn't matter. Why not just pull the Band-Aid and go, you know, we're going to do something different here. It's like when they went to New York. We were in New York, and you would never know there was a Super Bowl. San Francisco, it's not even going to be in San Francisco. Uh, we would loved it last time we were out there, had a great time. But, you know, it was kind of met with a, eh, okay. I mean, my first thought was, why? Yeah, Marv. Besides London, where else do you think the Super Bowl should be held? We'll talk about this. Yes, Eden. Yeah, it's almost like when you hear San Francisco, it's like, oh, right, it's their turn in the rotation. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's uh, what, Phoenix, Miami, New, New Orleans, Orleans, San Francisco, Phoenix, yeah. Miami, New, New Orleans, Orleans, Phoenix, Miami, New Orleans. Minnesota. Oh, hey, Minnesota. No, okay. but you had to build a stadium. Right. You had to build a stadium, and then you get a get a Super Bowl. Well, London, build a stadium. Let's go Buffalo. Buffalo's going to be in the mix. Let's go. And, That'll uh, be a fun. See, Buffalo would be an awesome Super Bowl. I know it's going to be cold. I know everybody's going to be upset about. But but the Giants, that Super Bowl that they hosted, they dodged a bullet by one day. Yeah. Because the weather could have played a really important. And, and maybe, you know, the NFL doesn't want the game to be decided or have weather have an impact on it. But smaller cities do it better. Feels like a T-shirt. Small cities do it better. Indy, Indy was wonderful. Indy was great. I thought they did a great job. Fantastic. There. Uh, Jacksonville struggled a little bit, um, but you know, is Carolina going to get one? Tennessee's going to get one. Nashville would probably be great. They'd but probably you gotta, do it well. You got to build a stadium. All right, let me take a break. Uh, Ramona Shelburne from the Mothership. We'll talk about last night's game with the Nuggets and the Lakers, and uh, we'll come back after this. You've heard CEO Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com explain how they've helped so many small businesses. It's an ERC tax refund. And I don't want to get too deep in the weeds. I want to keep this where you're going to understand it and take advantage of this. Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for a lot of businesses, just like yours, construction, retail, restaurants, bars, hotels. Government data experts have estimated that 86% of small businesses were likely eligible to receive this ERC tax credit. Now, the challenge is getting through all the red tape to get your money, and that's where Innovation Refunds comes in handy. They specialize with tax attorneys who are experienced in government application tax refunds. To get started, go to GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Start the process. It's going to take you less than 10 minutes and you could be on your way to receiving money for your business. They've helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds. GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Seaton, would you update the poll results? Then we'll bring in Ramona Shelburne from the mothership. Dan, we got two up there right now. We've got uh, how much trouble are the Lakers in? (laughs) Tons or don't be ridiculous? Right now, 77% of the audience say uh, tons of trouble. All right. And then we also have, would you rather your team be overcovered or undercovered? Uh, and right now, 67% prefer undercovered, okay. ironically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're hearing from the Denver Nuggets <laughs> that nobody in the national media cares about them. Yes, Paulie. Maybe we should change a poll question. What? How little trouble are the Nuggets in? Just a little oh, bit. How okay. little trouble are the Nuggets in? <laughs> right. The rolling or doesn't be careful. Flow as well, but yeah. I want to show some love. <laughs> oh, Nuggets. Lakers got to win four out of the next five. Let's bring in. Nuggets have to win two. I'm sorry. They have to win two the next five. Ramona Shelburne, ESPN NBA insider, senior writer, NBA Today panelist. Um, How much trouble are the Lakers in, Ramona? Uh, I think they're okay for now. Like, you know, I thought they could have won game one, probably should not have. They should have won game two and did not. Right. So how do you, you know, it, it's one thing if you're getting blown out of these games, if you're not competitive, if, if you don't match up well with this team. I, I think Denver looks like a better team in these two games, mm-hmm. but the Lakers are right there with them. And how much of the way Denver looks is because you know, you're playing at altitude. The Lakers kind of hit a wall. I think they're playing LeBron and AD and some of their main guys, really heavy minutes early on. And I thought in the, in the fourth quarter last night, it just looked like the Lakers hit a wall. They just got, they looked tired. Um, it was a lot to ask LeBron to be guarding Nikola Jokic and trying to be LeBron on offense, but they go back home. They haven't lost at home since late March. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't lost a game there in a long time. Um, you got to feel good about that. They've gotten pretty much nothing out of D'Angelo Russell in this series. He'll probably play better at home. They haven't got much from dentistry, or he'll probably play better at home. But I don't think they're in that much trouble yet. Yeah, I was watching last night, and LeBron's settling for those three-point shots. And this happens a lot with older players, that they will settle because it, you know, it takes a lot to get to the hoop. And LeBron, when he gets to the hoop, is the, you know, one of the, maybe the best clothes that we've ever seen. But he keeps shooting the threes, and the Nuggets want him to keep shooting the threes. For somebody yeah. with a, a really high basketball IQ, at what point does LeBron say, you know what, maybe I shouldn't be taking these threes? He's the greatest scorer of all time. He's nowhere near one of the greatest shooters of all time. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a good good way to put it. Um, he, uh, he, you know, you've seen the graphic, right, or the the stats of you know he's, what he is by quarter for for three pointers in the playoffs, and it's it's pretty staggering. Yeah. Right? I mean, they had one of twenty in the th- in the whole playoffs, um, and every time I I see him shoot it, I'm like I'm like yelling at the TV, oh not again! What do you do? You know, I mean they're they're daring him to shoot those shots. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they're giving him, and I, you know I think he makes the change. I mean he 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 will try to shoot himself through some of these things. He's he um, he's not afraid of of taking those shots, but after I think he is smart enough to say okay. Uh, you know they're daring me to take them. We have to do something else here. Um, Anthony Davis was the same thing. I thought he hasn't been a good three point shooter the last few years. He really ha- like, and he made one of them yesterday. And it was like, oh, is this going to come back? Because if you remember in 2020, one of the biggest shots of Anthony Davis's career was when he hit the three against the Nuggets and then yelled out Kobe. You remember yes, that? And yes. that was the, like this very defining moment for him. And I felt like when he hit the first one, I was like, oh, we're back in 2020 where he's making threes again. <laughs> I, I mean, he if he hits those shots, it really gives a different dimension to the Laker offense. But he hasn't – he really hasn't hit three-pointers in a couple of years. So, you know, they, at some point you kind of have to get realistic with what you're really going to do offensively. And I, I, think, the, I think the adjustment for the Lakers is to find some way to get production out of – some of their other good offensive players who have done things in the playoffs who should be able to do things in this series. They've got, they, they can't just ask as much of LeBron and AD on both ends of the court. And also there's so much focus on stopping or at least containing Joker that Jamal Murray is averaging seven more points per game in the playoffs. Uh, how much of a responsibility is that going to be? Because he looked like, you know, the second coming at Clay Thompson last night in the fourth quarter. He might be. <laughs> That's the thing. Jamal might be the second coming play. Um, it was that an amazing stat somebody came up with last night. Um, he's got four twenty-point quarters, twenty-point fourth quarters, and that's the only other. That's the most in the last like twenty-five years. The others are Iverson and Jordan. I mean, wow, pretty good. Yeah, you know, I mean he's he's Jamal is that heat check kind of guy. He he was that guy in the bubble. He we just we don't think of him that way because he hasn't been an all-star. He. He play, and maybe that's where Michael Malone is right about about them not getting the national attention or whatever it is. He, you know, I, I I heard some of that and laughed. I just thought that was coach talk, trying to fire his team up and making sure they knew that no one's respecting them and they have to earn respect. Um, you know, my my second thought on that was, uh, you know, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> you want all the attention? Okay. <laughs> You well, I, and and I yeah. I was saying that to Nuggets fans this morning. Like, you know what? It's okay. Like the last three years, yeah. we've waited for you to take the next step. San Antonio Spurs yeah. never asked for any publicity. Their head coach didn't. Ever. Their star player didn't. All they said is, if we win a championship, you have to cover us. You have to talk about it. Yeah. And that's what I would say to that's Denver: right. just win. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I feel like I have done so many segments on NBA Today where we will react to a Denver Nuggets game or highlight, and I'm pretty sure my my analysis, Richard Jefferson's not all of us, we all go, hey, that that Nikola Jokic, man, is he good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ne- next topic, next topic, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think we've been saying that for four years. I, I also wanted to bring this up, that uh, on Monday – Ramona reported that James Harden's potential free agency might hinge on whether or not the Sixers brought Doc Rivers back for another season. Well, we saw how that played out. Are the Sixers guaranteed that James Harden is coming back after firing Doc Rivers? I don't think they're guaranteed to that. And I, um, you know, it's a, it's an interesting dilemma for them because on the one hand, they cannot afford to lose James Harden because if he leaves, they don't have very much, to replace him, they, they don't have any of those mechanisms in the salary under the salary cap to replace him. You just walk out the door, and I think the Houston situation is a real threat. And I think other teams, maybe Phoenix, um, are who are be looking for an offensive player like that. Um, those are those are real threats to watch with Harden. He can he'll probably make the most money in Philadelphia for the longest term. But Houston is they do have a significant amount of cap space, and they really could 
could resign him, which is a, a fun full circle after the way he left, right? Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, the way I phrase it on the show, and I think this is the right way to put it, is it would be hard to see James coming back if Doc was still the coach. Does that mean he went in there and said, I'm leaving if Doc is here? No, it means that everybody knew they didn't have a great relationship, right? That there had been some, um, you know, it was it was uh, Doc had kind of got into James a few times, you know, trying to, with this culture of accountability he has, he tries to have in his in his locker room, and uh, no, always go over well, right? And I think uh, the offensive system. I think James never felt quite comfortable um, playing a different role. He was really his role is really supposed to be in service to Embiid, and he talked very openly, very often about having to sacrifice for Joel. Um, so I think that was that's it's, it's all of the above. Like I think James is smart enough to realize, you know he didn't have to say it like that and for people to understand what his feelings were, but they still have some work to do to resign him. And now the question is, are they a better team with James Harden long-term? Are they, do they want to commit to this Embiid Harden marriage for the next four years? Cause that's mm. what it would be. Yeah. Um, and you know, or can you risk letting him walk out the door? Are there things you could do with sign and trades? It's, uh, you know, I think Daryl Morey phrased it well. He said, you know, option one is to re-sign James. Option two is to get really creative. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know which which option is better. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for getting up, and uh, we appreciate your time as always. Does are, is this more likely to be a five-game series with the Lakers or a seven-game series? I think seven. I mean, the Lake, the Lakers have not lost at home since late March. We have to. We we have, we always do this in the playoffs where we go from one game to the next. And the, I mean, from what you've seen, what do you, what do you think? I, I think it looks like the Lakers were in both games. They shouldn't have won game one. They were lucky to be there. Game two, they should have won, and they kind of blew it at the end. And Jamal Murray got hot. Like that's a pretty good. Should have got one of those games in Denver, but at some point you have to hold serve at home. And and they've been really good at home for two months. Thank you, Ramona. You got it, Dan. That's Ramona Shelburne, ESPN NBA insider, senior writer, works for uh, NBA Today. Hey, you got to win four of the next five. Like when that, when you start to think, okay, we're going back home. We lost first two. We could have won one of those two. And uh, oh, we got to win four of the next five. Yeah, Paul. I've noticed three times in the past month, some team that's down one zero in the, in a playoff series has said. Well, it's not the NCAA tournament. We'd be out if it's the NCAA tournament. That's becoming the new line. Mm. People question, are you guys in trouble after one or two games? Mm. I don't think fans are confused that, uh, that it's one and done in the NBA Finals. Mm. It's kind of a throwaway line I've seen used a lot lately. Uh, Sean in Compton. Hey, Sean, what's on your mind today? Morning, gentlemen. First time, long time. Uh, 6'1", 185. <laughs> Solid cruiserweight. Uh, just called to... Uh, Talk to. I have a bone to pick with Fritzy, oh. uh, Todd, Todd, Todd. Look, you're a funny guy. You're a really funny guy, but you don't sell it. You need more confidence. I mean, they all can't be winners. You have to swing for the fences. Sometimes you strike out, but sometimes you hit the home run. You need to sell your sell your jokes. You're, you're a funny guy, and uh, you know Dan and the guys bust your chops, but it's in love because they want you to do better. So I just want you to have a great mm. Friday. And uh, get some more confidence behind your jokes. Do they have great material? But um, I think you don't sell it. You need to sell it for you. Right. very nice. I appreciate so that. So Sean has never called before, but he calls for that reason. That was very kind. Yeah. I appreciate the words. All right. Because Ryan in Honolulu sells his jokes. He does a good job selling it. He does. Yeah. Yes, Paul. Ryan Honolulu sent me a note on social media today. He goes, hey, man, sorry, I'm out today. <laughs> As if I was building my rundown for the show and like, oh, crap, what am I going to do now? Yeah, well, and there goes a five-minute segment that gotta, we're not going to have. Got to get to work. Yeah, yeah. Steve. Hole at 1042. Oh, now. what yeah, are we going to do? Going to have to show up early today. You know what? We're going to fill it. We're going to fill it with Guy Fieri, my co-host, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. He will join us next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, yesterday afternoon, I took a trip to Flavortown. By the way, it's different zip codes, but it was uh, Flavortown locally here in Connecticut. And uh, I thought I killed it. You know, I did. I was co-host with Guy Fieri, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And he is probably calling to offer me up a permanent gig as the co-host for Diners, Drive-Ins, Dives, and Dan. So, uh, Guy, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, thanks again for yesterday. Uh, I'm I can help you if you need some help. Well, you, you stole the show. You know you did. You stole the show. Uh, you stole the, uh, the lamb shank, and uh, you stole the car. Yeah. So uh, I'm calling about the keys. Where are you now? Uh, I'm, in, uh, I'm in Greenwich at a great pizza joint. I can't tell you the name of it because they're already busy as can be. <laughs> okay. uh, but we're shooting Triple D here again, and everybody is asking where you are. And I said probably late again. Yeah, but I I did show up. I thought that it was a nice cameo. I was a little nervous, though, because you were speaking a different language. If it was sports, then I'm okay. But you're talking about, you know, herbs and spices from Greece, and you're talking about whole carrots and raklava. And I mean, I'm going, "Ah, just get the food out of the damn oven so I can eat it. You uh, well, you can tell everybody that you sounded nervous in that, but you were actually, Dan. It was really a blast. I mean, you're such a pro at what you do. You folded into it incredibly well. Matter of fact, my team, when you left, we all looked at it and said that was just too short. We needed to do a whole a whole series <laughs> of it. So, we need you again. It really was. It was a blast. And and you know, I'm a fan of you and fan of the show. But dude, you were hysterical. I mean, and guys, he caught on so quick, and we move fast. I mean, we shoot really quick, and you were. Uh, you're in the pocket, buddy. At, at one point, the you know, guys just talking to the chef. I don't know we're on camera. I don't know they're recording, even though I should have seen the red light. Hello. And all of a sudden, I realized that they're actually recording this. So I didn't say anything stupid. At least I tried not to. But give people an idea of how long it takes to shoot an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. 
Well, fortunately, like you, I have a great team. So my team does the the advance on the on the restaurant a day ahead of time. So they get a chance to shoot all the B-roll and kind of get the chefs and the team warmed up on what's going to happen. Then I come in um, and we do everything from making the dishes to tasting them to meeting the, you know, meeting the guests and getting their profile and then doing the stand up, which, by the way, that, that's the intro of the show. The stand up with Dan is hysterical. We were laughing. We were all laughing about it this morning. Um, but it takes about two and a half to three hours per location. So I'll shoot three locations in a day. So we did three yesterday, uh, three today, and then uh, we bounce out. And then uh, Monday we'll be in Nebraska uh, doing, doing a whole other run. How difficult is it to eat on camera? Um, well, it just depends on what level of starving you're at. You know, so if you're coming in, now that was that was my third location, so I had already eaten at two locations prior. Which, by the way, this this Connecticut Greenwich area has got the Stanford has got a fantastic bandwidth of restaurants. I mean, this the, the gym membership should be blowing up by now. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's it's the key is is not taking too big of a bite so you can actually articulate a conversation. Um, and it took a while to learn that because I can fill my mouth up pretty good with a you know with a slice of pie. Okay, what happens when? And you're nice, you're a nice guy, but when you do bite into something, and you're on camera, and then it might not be as good as advertised or your favorite. So how do you do that in a respectful way? Well, fortunately, that, you know, it just like with what your team does with you is gives you some insight to what's getting ready to happen. Um, or I think that's what goes on, you know, over at your, uh, your chaos. Uh, my guys, we're aware of what's going on. I see the recipes before I go there. I pick the recipe. I pick the menu items that I want to try. I've got a pretty good idea of what's getting ready to happen. Now, is there a difference between good, great, and blow your mind? Yes. Um, good gets... I, 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 I like it. It's, it's good. You know, this is, I like this part of that part. Um, great usually gets a little bit more of a delay and blow my mind is, you know, I'm scarfing the whole thing down until my co-host steals the lampshake. Yes, I did. Oh, we, ate, I mean, Dan, I'm going to tell you what we ate yesterday on that lampshake was probably one of the best lampshakes we've had on the show. And I've done 1500 locations. So it was, that was pretty out of bounds. And so it's kind of that thing. We don't get ourselves in that situation anymore where I'll get to a location and it'll be a big whammy that, like, they completely screwed this up or, or sold us a bag of beans. That, that 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 doesn't happen anymore. Do you have food rules, like do's and don'ts, like ketchup's on, ketchup on hot dogs or ketchup on eggs? or Like, is there anything where you go, that's nah, a, that's a no-go, non-starter? I don't like people get hung up on pineapple on pizza. I don't care. I mean, do what you want to do. I'm I'm not a big fan of um, faking it. You know, I'm not a big fan of you know some of those maneuvers. Um, I think that even truffle oil, for instance, I think that you know it's not something I use. But if somebody wants to use it and they don't use it as perfume, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, don't overdo it. But otherwise, you know, each to their own. Enjoy it. I'm just what I'm really into is authenticity. You know, we just shot a place this morning uh, here in Greenwich that makes their own pasta. And this guy's from Italy. He and his wife are from Italy and they make outrageous pasta. And then you can also eat some of the dishes there at their uh, at their you know pasta shop. And just going there, they put five ingredients in one dish, and it just tastes like an orchestra of flavor. So when people are doing it simple and doing it right, like this pizza joint I'm at today, I wish I'll I'll send you a text and tell you where it's at because these dudes are doing it right. You know, less is more, and technique, quality ingredients, and passion for what they're doing makes all the difference in the world. Well, it was great seeing you yesterday. Got to see the Camaro, and uh, when are we going back to work together? Because I'll, hey. I'll get rid of this gig in a second. Because you make real money on that show. You got ah. you got your own tequila, and you got I mean you got things going on here. Yeah, well, I, I think that uh, you've been a great example for all of us to follow. Do what you love to do. Surround yourself with great people uh, and and entertain folks. And you've been doing such a great job of it. So I'm not. And I told you this when we met a long time ago. 
anytime you want to do this. Now, if that means I have to come back to Connecticut more often, I think you owe me a trip to Northern California. So rand up, right, you know, round up your circus, get all your crew together, mm. which, by the way, guys, I sent you a bunch of, uh, of uh, Diners, Drivers, and Dives t-shirts. So if those didn't make them, uh, I know that Dan's, you know. No, I, I have them. I got, I got the, you, you signed a poster to me where you, you, you signed it to Dan. I uh, don't know what to say. Thanks, I guess. Like that didn't really resonate with we've we've we're friends. Like he's inviting me to his ranch. He goes, "Oh, you got to come out. I got a guest house here. Oh, let me sign a poster." And I go, "Okay." And then he goes, "To Dan, I don't know what to say. Thanks, I guess." No, listen. He is hanging me out to dry so bad on this right now because I asked him. I said, <laughs> he's in my ear, guys, because you know how he has his one-liners and all his stuff. And he's in my ear. Write something like, uh, Dan, you did terrible. I go, I can't write that. You know, Dan, you're the best. You should take over my show. I'm terrible. I mean, he's running one-liners at me the whole time. So, uh, thank you, I guess, was my uh, trying to be funny. But no, you did a great job, and uh, we, we appreciate you making it any time. When does anytime. that episode, is that in the fall that that's coming out? It could happen. It can air anywhere from two months to six months. But I'll let you know when it's getting ready to, to happen, and you can uh, you know send it out there, and I'll send you I'll send you a clip of it also, so you can you can have it. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. You left, and you said, "Hey, I hope I did okay." And I looked at my team, and I said, "That guy crushed it, right? Mm-hmm. Was it just me and fanboy that you know Dan was here? Like, no, it was hysterical. We're sorry, it was just such a short piece." Did you do New Haven Pizza? Have you done Sally's and Peppy's? No, no, we were going to go up to New Haven, but Yale's graduating. Um, so this was uh, this was a tough time of year for us to make it up there. Oh, and I was just, man. You know, you know so, what? That's where I do my encore in New Haven. It- yeah. God, that, that'd, be, that'd be great. I'll make a note of that. When we come back in 10 years, New Haven. <laughs> 10, 10 years. Okay. <laughs> my, we're jotting it down right now. The whole crew's here. Yeah. There, they're all standing by waiting for this. We're in the middle of oh, shooting. Oh, okay. My, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Buddies from yesterday. By so. the way, I yelled at one of your cameramen because he yelled at me while we were shooting yesterday. I said, stop yelling at me. Yeah, well, that's, you know, we're just treating, trying to make you feel like you're at home. I am the deputy mayor of Flavortown. Just want to let you know, okay? We, we should knight you in some. You know, <laughs> Thank you. That you, are, you are now deputy mayor. You have license. Thank you, bud. Thanks. Safe travels. And again, thank you. Thanks again, DB. That's Guy Fieri. Diners, drive-ins, dives, and Dan. I think we should uh, quadruple D. Yeah. I accused him of stealing my show, triple D. (laughs) I did. I did. On camera. I don't know if it's going to make it. Like You have all these wild lines. You're just throwing stuff out there. And he's great at playing tennis. He just bats it back and, you know. So diners, drive-ins, and dives. Somewhere in Greenwich today having pizza. Yes, Eden. I, I hope your sense of humor translates. Well, I, you know. It, so, it sounds like it did. Yeah. Or was that just Hollywood talk? I don't know. Uh, I, I, it might have been. Like, you, you crushed it. Like, I don't, want to, I don't want somebody to say you crushed it. Like, yeah, we had a lot of fun. It's like when you know that you're eating a meal and you are asked, how is it? And you go, great. But you know it's not great. I thought that I just kind of held serve with Guy. That, that's what I was trying to do. Uh, let's see. A couple of phone calls here. Uh, Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? Well, Dan, I'm going through a little PTSD. Um, a lot of it, actually. You, there's no reason you would remember this, but three years ago, in, in one of my first phone calls, I called up. I thought I was being brilliant. You shot me down. I actually felt like that cameraman you you yelled at yesterday. Okay. All right. So I wanted to reintroduce. Only Seaton agreed with me, so you guys just brought up the issue again. I wanted to reintroduce my topic and see if anyone else has jumped on board. I think the Super Bowl location should be tied into the to who wins the Super Bowl. I think you say to Kansas City, you won. Three years from now, you get to host the Super Bowl. I think it should be as easy as that. What if, ago, what if the Packers win it? Yeah, have it in. I think a Super Bowl in Lambeau would be great. That's what you said three years ago. But you have to have the infrastructure, though, Doug. What was that? You, they wouldn't have the infrastructure there at Lambeau. Well, they, they may not have the hotels or something like that, but they could easily host that in Milwaukee. They used to play in Milwaukee. I mean, you know. Uh, no, if you're pa- going to do it, you got to do it at Lambeau. Anyways. All right. Well, thank you, Doug. I don't like the idea. No. <laughs> no. 
I think the if the NFL wants to make headlines, and they always want to make headlines, London. London for a Super Bowl. I mean, just one time. Do it 2026. You had it in New York? No? Had it in Minneapolis? You know, we'll discuss this coming up. Because I do think it's one of, hey, San Francisco might be getting Super Bowl 60. <sighs> no reaction. None. But if you say, hey, London 2026, you'll get reaction. You'll get coverage. And the NFL loves that. Final hour on this Meet Friday on the way. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.